G'day guys, Sugar Kane here, and we're about to launch into another Get Em Onside podcast. We are ready to go. Sean the Trader's got what he calls the answers, but you're probably thinking, what does he look like, Sean the Trader? Well, if you wish to find out, we are on YouTube. So go to YouTube, search Sportsbet, Get Em Onside, and look, our ugly melons, at least two out of the three anyway, uh, will be on there for you. YouTube, Get Em Onside, but we've got a podcast to start. Good morning. Welcome to another week of Get Them On Side. Uh, the world of rugby league, it just, it gets more bizarre. Uh, the stories get wilder. The rumours get wilder. Sh- uh, uh, Sean, uh, Joel Kane, hello to you. G'day, Dan. Um, my Bambi will be related to Is that right? such and said rumours, yes. Even for rugby league, some of the rumours this week that uh, it, it, on the world of WhatsApp and text message and Facebook are just... People bo- love it, don't they? They love, they love to be across rumours and innuendo. It empowers some people, I reckon. Oh, to be in the know? Yeah, to or, be in the know. Yeah, I agree and, with that. Yeah. I agree with that. And that People can't send this stuff to me quick enough. Do you find that as oh, well? Oh, that's right. Imagine being an, like an actual journo. They would get smashed with this stuff, wouldn't they? People, well, people have to dob. They have to, they have to be the one that told you. I, I don't forward any of that stuff on. I asked a journo. No, me neither. You know why? I just fear that in the world of, of, of internet, they can trace that back. Mm. They can trace back every single person that um, – and we're talking about Seabold and some bizarre rumours out of the Broncos, and he's threatened legal action, But which to me was the smart move. Even if you're not even considering legal action, it makes you sound innocent of all charges, which yeah. I'm certain he, of, it certainly is, right? But once you say – well, I'm looking into legal action. No one ever follows up on that, if you notice. So no one will come to him in a month. Whenever someone threatens to go with the legal action route, that quells the... Is that right? Well, yeah. you think about it. People go, oh, well, geez, well, geez, if he's threatening legal action, he must be telling the truth. Yeah. But then how often does that go? Yeah. Well, part of the reason it goes is because they want to hear the end of the story. They don't want it to labour on. I feel sorry for him because... Yeah, so do I. Not, not even... His scenario, for him to leave the bubble, is obviously fairly serious. So on that alone, I feel sorry for him. But but even this next two weeks, Dan, like, what has he got to gain? If they come out and win triumphantly against the Raiders, oh, Seabold wasn't there. Look what happens when he's not there. If they lose, well, it's Seabold's fault. The poor bugger just hasn't got... I believe he can coach. And I actually believe he's amongst the top coaches in the competition. But he's just turned up to a shit sandwich. Um, oh, but he's got to wear some of the blame. Of course he does. Yeah. Of course he does. Look, he's clearly a gun coach, but man management or... Um, well, that's half the battle. You've got to be a man manager. That's, that's right. But we've got a special guest. Yeah, of course. We well, can't be a special guest when he's part of the podcast, but he's in Melbourne. And then... Oh, hello. This fancy stuff. Oh, come in. Sure. Here he is, right. Richard Reid. Warrigal uh, has never seen you... such technology. Good morning. <laughs> have you got me, lads? Am I coming in loud and clear? Um, Very clear. Yeah, I wouldn't say loud, but clear enough. What's doing, brother? Okay. Uh, not much, mate. As you, yeah, as you just said, I'm down here at the home of the, the Warrigal dog track. Um, not for great reasons, obviously. I had to make a trip down. My, my old man, the, the coal miner, as he's known to most listeners, he's doing it a bit tough at the moment. Mm. So I think we're probably the only, uh, the only people stupid enough to travel 
north-south at the moment. We got a very strange look from the from the people on the border as we drove past. I think they were wondering what the hell we we're doing. But we're down here. We're in we're in lockdown stage three, not quite stage four. But it's good to uh good to be dialed in. Good to be back. So country Victoria is not quite Melbourne. Have I got that right in the sense of the lockdown? So you said stage three. Isn't that what we had for a long time? Stage three. So what does that mean? You can what go for an hour of exercise outside. Cafes a takeaway, yeah, that sort of thing. That sort of scenario, yeah. You got to you got to don the mask when you uh, when you leave the house. You can still grab a takeaway coffee, um, that sort of jazz. So it's not not ideal, but mm. um, at least it's not stage four. It could be worse. Mm. Yeah. How's uh, uh, the? I'm noticing Joel the AFL. Now yep. touch on this last week. So they're doing their playing every day thing. The ratings are bonkers. Well, bonkers, and say they're pretty good. Yes, right, they're pretty good. Because I thought my my fear, Sean, was that this was big bash. This was going to be, you know, after overkill, big bash. oh, saturation. Every night. Now AFL's got a great reasoning for it, but you know, with everything, you use it as an experiment. Sean, people seem to be liking this every day, every day, every day stuff. Now we're about to enter the third week of it, so now I think we're going to test people's resolve. But um, are we going to see more of this? Uh, you know, not just this year, but. Do you reckon the AFL is looking at this and, and other sports going, oh, Tuesday night footy actually is better than we thought it was? Yeah, well, I, I haven't seen... You You boys are probably close to the, the rating numbers and stuff like that, but I haven't seen any, any data to see or to say that it's been going great guns. I think from a, from a punting perspective, it's been a it's been a field day for AFL fans, but I haven't really been, been getting around it. Obviously, I'm not much of a, an AFL lover, but... I guess what it does show is that it, it can be done. You know, if if push comes to shove, then you can you can scrape a season together, whether it be twenty games in twenty days or whatever it is. So I guess that's the, that's the positive. Should the worst happen to to the NRL, and we fingers crossed it doesn't, but I think mm. we've seen that it, you know you can you can get a season over the line. Yeah, I've noticed people are going bonkers on the punting as well as Sean was saying. They're cleaning up on the bloody same game multis, don't they? Good. Yeah. Good. And the bingo. <laughs> You can't catch can it, can you? No, I got it. I got it the first time. Oh, did you? I got it a few weeks ago. Ah, uh, right. And I literally, I, I'd, I'd forgotten. I actually, I was doing all my golf bets, and then I'd, I'd burned all my money, and I thought, do I make another withdrawal? Oh no, I'll let it go. So I'd, I'd forgotten. But uh, well done. Never mind. But did you notice something? Was Mike Acevo your last leg, which you didn't No, no, Fergo. Oh, just on that. By the way, Mike Acevo. Not a wet tracker, everybody. Any time it rains, do not have a scent on uh, Micah. He did not like the rain. No. Um, Fergo, did you see what we did there? We got Charlie Staines' mates down. Yeah, that was... Yeah. And they couldn't get him over the line, the poor buggers. And they were free... Well, you actually got them down? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a gag. I thought that was a Photoshop. No. No, I got them down there. The poor buggers went corner to corner with Fergo. <laughs> you put them in that weather? Yes. Oh, mate, I, you better have gotten more than $100 no, of bonus bets. No, I bets. did. I put them up at the Novotel there at Brighton. <laughs> oh, I, I please, put, you put them up at the Formula One at I've, the airport. <laughs> and, and, and the I, poor I'll buggers, mate, good the on way. them too, Toby and the team out there. Did they have fun? Oh, they had a great time. Beautiful. Yeah. Good for them. What are their names? Uh, well, Toby Toby, Toby and Troy are brothers. I know those Go boys. boys. Uh, my Winnie is one of the boys there. I think there's a Mitch. But, uh, yeah, great fellas. Well done, boys. What is it did you find, and the ratings back this up, People are fascinated with not necessarily wet weather football, but diabolical oh, weather yeah. football. I couldn't. Oh, now I was calling anyway. But that game, 
you couldn't look away, Sean. It, the, the game when when you've got them splish. I don't, what, what do you think it is about that? Is it that they're big, sort of big kids running around in puddles? Is it the spectacular vision of the splashing? I don't know. Is it the uh, well, why? Why are we drawn to these? Because the games themselves, there's no skill on show, even though they were pretty no, oh, good. The kicking, these game, the kicking game was ten out of ten. Sean Johnson, that's one of the best games we've ever seen from a losing player. Well, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to ask that, to Sean, as well. Have you seen? Do you recall? And now this is the thing, right? It was three tries to two, Sean. Right? <laughs> he he was clear cut best player on the field. Now, what decides it ultimately is. Uh, Braden Hamuelli irons out Regan Campbell-Gillard, penalty kick, and they get home by that. Just because of that shot, to me, he should still get the three points in the Dally M's. Do you agree with that? Oh, oh definitely. But as you, I think as you were alluding to, the, the most important factor when these judges are voting, they, the first thing they look at is the is the win and loss column. Um, unfortunately... Unless it's just, a grand final. Just, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but it's he did miss a kick from in front. I think that counts uh, against him. No, I saw him slip off a goal line restart, and I was—I thought that might be in his head. He still him. missed a kick it, from next to the post. You can't yeah. do that. Now, the yeah. other two will, will, will... One hit the post from the sideline. But, it, it, but what I'm saying to you is yeah. that they were 0 for 3 for kicking. That was a brilliant game. Oh, well, it was a sensational game, wasn't yeah. it? It was a... Sen- I'm good, because I thought maybe I'm just an idiot, and, and, and I was taken in by it. Let me ask you this, boys. Who do you consider the best halfbacks in this competition? I'm going going somewhere with this. Cleary. Cleary, yep. Oh, Cleary, Cleary. yeah. Yep. Oh, well, no, halfbacks. Oh, halfbacks. Sorry, yeah. I think you meant halves. Who comes to mind? Well, who's in oh, contention for that boy. Australian jumper? Um, Cleary. DCE. DCE. Who I, and who else? Who's the other New South Wales half? Well, not Moses. No, who's the incumbent New South Wales half? Mitch Pearce. Mitch Pearce, right? Yeah. Okay, so, so do you know this? Cleary, so... I believe, and I don't think the coaches are all on this just yet, and I've had this chat with you folks before, I believe the game is skewing towards the quarterback. So the one half, the mm. Pied Piper, right? Yep. And we've seen Cleary's game improve dramatically with Maloney going, mm. right? So he just takes the reins, Luai runs the ball, all those sorts of things. So Cleary has an average of 70 possessions per game, mm-hmm. which is the most in the comp. Right, okay. Behind him is Pierce and Daly Cherry Evans. Then it's daylight, okay? Yep. Sean Johnson, when he plays with Chad Townsend, Uh-oh. he's I, about 45. I fear Chad's about to cop this. He's about 45. Without <laughs> Chad Townsend, he's about 65. And I reckon that every time he's about 65, he's just about winning the three points in the Daly M. Okay. It's the quarterback. Just give it. So they're now starting to play the quarterback play where the dummy half just goes, what side of the field is Johnson on? We're going there. So when a defensive team's going to realise whatever side Johnson's on, whatever side Cleary's on, you need to be short on the other side of the field defensively. Are you with me? I'm, with, I'm, I'm not going to allow, allow you to bash Chad Townsend like this. I mean, Sean gives it to him every week. Bash away, bash away. <laughs> What's your problem <laughs> with Did it cost you a same-game multi or something? No, 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 not at all. No, it's nothing personal. But, but hang on, you're, just, you're, yeah. sorry, Sean, you're, Sean Johnson can be up and down. You are taking... A bit of liberty that he always performs no. when he's the quarterback. No, what what I I'd think I take a little bit of up, then always down. Then you get with Chad. So at least you got some upside with. No, with this Joe. this is not a bashing Chad session. This is bashing the whole 
old idea of having you see Dearden and Croft, these two little garden no, names no playing together. You need a Pied Piper who just takes the reins. And what happens in the past with a six and seven? You've, you're so doctored that you've got to get to this side of the field to get back to this side of the field. When you've got one Pied Piper like a Johnson, like a Cleary, they just run around with their eyes. Okay, we're a chance over here, boys. We're going here now. We're going here now. You're far more agile when you've got the one quarterback. That's yeah, but you've got to be a good, very good halfback. You can't That's have a middle of the road. You can't have Lachlan Lewis be a quarterback. Well, this is this this was the problem I thought with the, the Warriors. Uh, Blake Green was being a quarterback. Oh, he, he, got, he was getting far too many touches. Oh, hang on. So Newcastle went forty-four to four in Blake Green's debut, but you're somehow going to yeah. you're somehow going to defend your football has gone past Blake Green position. <laughs> well, I bet you his touches were nowhere near the sixty odd for Blake Green. It will be all about Mitchell Pearce. All right. Now I tried to throw to this while you do that. Ten right minutes on. ago, I had this beautiful throw lined up. We're trying we'll to be professional here about how we're all being positive. But now let's get to the fun. Let's get to what people actually come here for, and that's the hate. That's the negativity. Let's do it. <laughs> Because Sean has been missing for uh, the last week, you must have a Bambi or two up up your sleeve there, Sean. Yeah, I've got one, and I might be flying a little bit close to the sun here. So I'll let you, I'll let you boys go first. But, uh, Ooh. Um, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll set up a little bit later. Okay. Now, Joel, are you... I'm nervous. You're oh, nervous? Wow. <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fire off here. I'm going to fire off, and look, I might start with the government, actually. When are we going to get some rules in? Or maybe there are some rules in, and I don't know. In that case, I can fire it myself. But seriously, there's got to be huge ramifications for passing on social media, whether it's WhatsApp, whatever it is, on slanderous material, right? So I have been inundated with the Seabold text WhatsApp that's been going around, right, which has clearly come from a long, long chain of people. It's highly defamatory, right? Mm -hmm. And when are we going to stamp this out to stop people? I won't pass this crap on. I will not pass it on because it's no good for the people, Dan. When are we going to stop doing this? Uh, not while Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and WhatsApp are all profiting off the sheer weight of numbers of um, subscribers. So, you know, if someone has 10 burner accounts, that counts as 10 people. But that why don't we verify? Why, why well, of can't course you? we should verify. And if, and if but, you don't get verified... But the verified, Australian government's not going to stand up to um, Jack Dorsey... And, and and Zuckerberg and say, well, sorry, you're not you're not allowed in our country. Well, well Trump's trying to do that, isn't he, with TikTok? Yeah, that, that, bit different with America. America's got the ability to at least try that. I, I think that would but fail. I just, but I just find so death threats and all those sorts of things, right? Siri, okay, what about this? If, okay. if if I came up to you in the street and gave you a death threat, right, would I be in some kind of trouble? Yeah, of course you would. If there was witnesses there, etc. What about this idea? What about this? Instead of attacking the source, and yes, it, 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 the problem would be gone if we had verified people, is that police forces, governments, have full autonomy when it comes to tracking down people. Don't tell me... If, if, if you put in, a, put in a burner account and had a VPN and did all the fancy stuff, but you put in a terrorist threat, don't tell me the... Um, Authorities wouldn't have you within exactly. thirty seconds. Exactly. So what? So obviously they've got the technology to track anyone down in an instant. <laughs> Don't tell me yeah. that uh, they couldn't if they had full yeah, autonomy. No, they could, of course they could have a department where they could just track these people down. But it's a jurisdiction thing. So do you remember the case? What was that show? What was that show about um, overseas? Do you remember that one, Sean? 
The what, cat. Water security. The cat one. It starts with the cat. Oh yeah. And don't don't f with cats. That's, yeah. yeah. And oh, and, yes. and, and it, no one touched it because. In what jurisdiction was it? Like, should the Canadian police look after it? Should the Australian police look after it? And no one touched it. So, is Dan, are you proposing like a some sort of salacious rumour department at the government yes. that tracks down? The well, data? I mean, I mean that would be. Uh, I don't know if the Anthony Seabold stuff would fit in, but I mean, I, I am talking death threats. That's a crime, yeah, okay, that's a isn't that a crime? That's a yeah, but Dan, if, yeah. if the newspaper published those WhatsApp things or whatever else. Do you reckon they'd cop it with a large stick and a hefty oh, fine? it's all over. It's right. all over for them. But mm. you could argue that more eyeballs are seeing what's going around on the WhatsApps, couldn't you? But then who do you punish? Do you punish the source? Yes, you do punish the source. But then um, what about the people that passed it on? But, but they, they are complicit with it. That's right. So you could have a class action with half a million people involved. So, so hang what? on, who, who are we aiming our guns at specifically for the, for the Bambi shot? Okay. What do you reckon, the government? The, the, the purpose, there's always going to be tosses doing stuff like this, right? So This is a water so, pistol you're firing here. It was a great, you filled it. No, I'm, I'm, I don't like it. And, and I'm also having it a go at the people who share it. Because you know what? Imagine if it was your son, daughter, sibling, relative, loved one, friend on that text message, that WhatsApp. It's very uncool to share this stuff. Now, your kids are getting to the age where, well, I'm sure they're participating already, but um, I'm sure bullying and other yeah. insidious things are happening. Uh, have, do you have a policy uh, they're not allowed to use it at, at home or at school or do they not have mobile phones? What's no, your... they do have the mobile phones. And what generally happens is your eldest waits a long time to get the mobile phone and then as they, the younger ones get it far quicker just because they bloody do. But... Um, no, we're all over it. We're absolutely all over it, but it, it is difficult. Oh, I can, I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, Sean. <coughs> yes. As I said, I'm a little bit nervous for this one, but oh, here we go. I, I, th I think you'll be proud of this one, Dan. This is, yeah, as I said, I'm flying a little bit close to the sun here, but oh, the frontline uh, health workers oh, no. uh, during this oh, sort of COVID no. pandemic, and they're doing amazing, amazing work. That, that's, that can't be understated. They're doing some really good work. Oh, the qualifiers. There was a scenario down here a few days ago where a doctor at the at the Royal Melbourne Hospital. Not the parking I don't know if you've ticket. heard about it up there. Not the parking ticket. Got it. Got a parking Oh, you, you can't go her. You cannot go the woman <laughs> and, who got well, a parking well, ticket. I am. I am. Because she had to, instead of following the normal protocol and maybe just giving the council a, a letter or an email, she had to go on Twitter just to tell everyone she'd worked a 54-hour shift or whatever it was. We all know you're working hard, and we're really proud of you. You're doing you're doing, you're doing a great service, oh but don't go on God. Twitter just yeah. to tell everyone how you're hard you're saving lives. Yeah, you know? no, I'm with. Just I'm, follow the normal. Oh, just you follow the normal pricks. process. Yep. Yep. Because you know what? He's right. Because the person doesn't know the background of this person, right? Exactly. And, and so, I, I, and so, just put your letter wrong. in. That letter is a ninety-nine point nine percent chance She's, of protest upheld, isn't it? She's just spent of course fifty-six hours nah. over four days. No, no, don't interrupt me. No, nah. fifty-six. <laughs> 50, I'm totally detaching. With, I'm happy to go people in wheelchairs, but I'll tell you what, I'm not going to go this. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. That was Dylan. For those listening for the first time, it was Dylan Alcott. It was not people in general in wheelchairs. Um, uh, mate, she blew off some steam. Right, it was paid for. 
Maybe that was her genius tactic because it was paid for. She was smart enough to put a ticket up with the barcode. Uh, so someone, of course, wanted to be a hero. Yeah, so yeah. they. they uh, what uh, about that? No, I'll, I'm going I'm to shoot that, that bloke as well. What about him? Getting yeah, his face so I, on yeah, that's to, where to you should be aiming your guns. Parking for oh, no. Nice. Yes. Yes, the, the the ticket's going to get sorted. The government's going to sort yeah, of it course. out. Dan Andrews come out and said it's going to get sorted out. But this bloke had to put his hand up, get the TV crew around to his house. It's all. Oh, you everybody kidding? Just wants to be. Up. You are kidding? No. I saw the I saw the note. Good work, Minor. I'm with you. Yeah, I saw the, I saw that. So I looked at her replies because this. Uh, let's see how quickly this is paid for because you're smart enough to put a barcode on the thing, and the bloke did it, and it, it did have a bit of look at me. Look, very nice of him to do it. Um. But there was a little bit of look at me. It wasn't just paid for. It was receipt number, blah blah blah. Uh, it just it, it was screaming for a bit of attention. Yeah, that's not screamed good. of it. Screamed <laughs> of it. That's not good. Oh, we are going to hell. I don't have one. You haven't got one. <laughs> I haven't got one this week. I'll think of one, but um, I, there's not one that that comes to the top of mind. Okay. It's a million to one. We get through this whole show without you shooting someone. I know at some point, I'm sure I will. we'll hear that. We'll hear. We'll hear the guns being drawn. So there will be. Give us something. All right. Before we get to the games, um, a couple of quick league topics here. Um, the the Brownie Gus Gould combination, Joel. We all like Nathan Brown. I told him. I said. <laughs> said when this ends, you got a career in radio straight away. So yeah. so that's a good thing because he's done really well on, on Triple M, but. Usually things with Gus work great at the start and then they can sort of end in tears. Do you anticipate this might go... Why you got footy cards in your oh, hand, by I, the way? I, I found um, <laughs> my old footy cards from 20, 30 years ago. The Scanlon's ones. Yeah, with the, so, with... so I thought I'd bring bring them in and pick a random one and yes. read the back and see if you can guess the player. We okay. can do that a bit later. Okay, all right. Yeah. Just the way you were... I thought they are old footy they cards. They are old. Um, I give Brownie and Gus Gould two and a half years. For what, something together what, or yes, yes. as a partnership. As a partnership. What they've both what they've both done and they're both very clever at is buying time. They they've both gone into a club that there's going to be no urgency about it. The expectation will be set at a dead set bare minimum. There'll yep. be tales around, oh, this is going to be taken, this is a shit sandwich here, we're going to take time to get out of this and yep. and three or four years' time we'll see where they're really at. Um, but that's They'll have a three three years of, I think two and a half, as you said, is about right. Yeah. Have we got any more idea of what Gus's role is actually going to be? Because we, we we hear the term consultant getting sort of bandied around, but what like what what is it? Well, it can't be recruitment because Peter O'Sullivan's the doyen of recruitment, so he's he's been there for a couple of years already. So I don't know what. I don't know. It's it's the all care, no responsibility, well, some responsibility. But a consultant, it's a mm. great label because it could mean anything. Mm. That's the genius of it. You can never call out Gus on anything. Well, I'm sure people will, but um, uh, if it's not finely, acutely defined, then it's going to be hard to, <coughs> to yeah, nail him on anything. Um, Tavita Pangai. Oh, this is my Bambi. There we go. So it didn't take long. The Broncos are going to cut Tavita Penguin, not because he, he went to a bikey shop um, and, uh, sorry, went to a barber shop that was a launch for a bikey gang, apparently, or even uh, because he was ringing up other clubs. They're going to punt him because he's not giving them value for money. He gets suspended every second week, and, and, and when he does play, uh, he um, 
you know, he has one brilliant game a month where you go, my God, this guy could be the best forward in the comp on his day, but then he'll go missing for a month. So I'm saying that the Broncos are not being moral crusaders here. They're sacking Tavita because it's convenient. That's exactly why they're sacking him. Yes. That's exactly why they're sacking him. And he's been shopping himself around. You know, seriously, like I said before this thing happened that I don't need him at my club. If he doesn't want to be there, don't be here. But I'll put it to you this way. If Payne Haas had been caught ringing other clubs and if Payne Haas was at a, bi- a barbershop with bikey links, do you think the Broncos would sack him? No chance because he's too valuable mm. to them. Yeah, but That's my point. Yeah, but, but if you're there with bikey links, is that is that? I'm a not defending Tavita. I'm not defending Tavita. He's way overpaid. But the Broncos are just using this as a very nice excuse to get rid of him yes. and save 650 Now, he's only got himself to blame. He put himself in a stupid position. Okay. There'll be some club that will think they can fix him, they can be the ones. Um, every, they never learn, do they? So I had an argument this morning on the radio and that everyone wants to fix people, don't they? Players who have had misdemeanours... What do you reckon the profit loss would be on them being signed by new clubs? Do you reckon in the main they lose? Des Hasler is the only one who's a maestro at this. Yes. Des, Des can pick up Suley, Aiden Fanua Blake, Dylan Walker. He can pick up any background, and Des knows how to convert. Yes. But very few coaches have no. proved Probably Bellamy. That. But he's more about middle-of-the-road players that can function, can shine under his system. But he wouldn't... Bellamy wouldn't want to... Oh, troubled people, you mean? No, he, yeah, he would want enough. to... So in the case of the, the Dragons picking up Packer, Packer was man in the mirror. He'd already got on top of things himself, right? Yeah. Whereas Manly or Dez can actually fix people. Yes, yes. I think Bellamy doesn't want that problem. He wants you fixed before you come to the club. No, no, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Um, what are the other... Oh, Ivan Cleary and that bizarre statement about the referee managing games. I didn't understand why he chose... Well, maybe he chose this game to say that. Well, maybe he just had a bad moment. Or he thought, well, if I'm ever going to say this, you only ever say it after a win. Otherwise, it looks like you're just having a whinge. Mm. Um, I thought it was... I, I can't understand why Penrith are complaining. It was a straight-out shot at the referees and questioning their integrity. I, I agree. You can't do that. Sean, what do you think? Mm. Oh, I mean, what are we, we're arguing about 20K. Surely you just pay it and move on, don't you? Put it behind. But yeah, as far as... I well, write our money bags. Said it in... We're arguing about 20K. Just get out of the console of the car. All no, right, well, eh? Ivan's, Ivan's, Ivan's got enough. He sold, yeah. the, he sold the bus and he traded the bus in for 20K. So, um, But I think it was because he said it in such a Cool, or as Ivan always is, he's pretty cool, calm, collected. It wasn't a rant, sort of. Yeah, um, and someone said this the, the other day. It, it wasn't wasn't like a Ricky Stewart type rant that you know gets everyone fired up. It was thought it, sort of a throwaway comment. But as you said, Dan, it was it was calling out the integrity at like one hundred and one. Um, just because he said it in a sort of mild manner doesn't change the outcome. But I, I don't know why they're letting it linger. Just just pay it and move on. Okay, of the three of us, Joel, you played many many games. Did you? Often or ever get the sense that the referee was evening up the penalty count? Never. Really? No. Nah, well, I think they, they do. They, they, you know what? To be honest, Dan, I wasn't that. Um, I wasn't that um, sensitive to what was going on. You're just in the game. Some players are clearly, but I, I wasn't. I, I imagine they get. You know, the penalty counts nine two. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. And then all of a sudden it's nine five, and I, I can see that that'd be natural. 
Um, but I don't but it agree with be. it. No, it shouldn't be. No, I agree with but that. But I think that does happen. Oh, probably. So when Ivan says manage the game, I actually, I understand the point he's trying to make. But you can't do it if you're the coach. That's right. So That's, you're saying he was, he was alluding to a square up. That must have been. Yeah. By the way, I thought Penrith, their performance against Manly, was the best performance of any team this year, just about. Then they went better against Canberra in the mm. first half. Second half had tailed off a bit, but it was 24-0. Yeah. Cam- again, Canberra weren't that bad. And they're a good team. And Penrith blasted them. Are you a believer, Sean and Joel, in the you can pick too early? I'm trying to poke holes in Penrith because right now they're the best team in the comp. I, I don't personally think you can. But, I mean, the Sharks went on. What, they went 13 in a row? 15, I think. Yeah, I, I don't believe in that. Mm. What, what do you think, Sean? No, I don't buy into it either. You, you just, you, I mean, you want to be playing your best footy well, as best as you can all the time. You wouldn't deliberately want any lull in the season because it, it can you drop a couple of games and, and the season can derail pretty quickly. But as you said, Dan, I was a little bit of a, not a non-believer, but I had my question marks mm. over whether they were a legitimate premiership contender. After the last two weeks, I've got no doubt in my mind um, now that they are. That that first half was one of the most clinical halves you'll, you'll probably see from a from a team. And after they, I think they didn't touch the ball for the first six, seven or eight minutes and they and, and Raiders threw, threw plenty at them, but they were able to stand up to that. And as all good teams do, they withstand the pressure and then go on the attack and, and put points on the board. So they're, um, they're a huge, huge chance of taking this out. This They've year. beaten Melbourne. They beat the Roosters, albeit round one. They thumped Canberra. Um, the only blot is Parramatta, and that was 10 bad minutes. Yeah. That's it. That's mm. it. That's it. So uh, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Um, now, our fearless leader, uh, Shane, wants us uh, to um, have a new segment. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So here we go. I think we've got a, Have we got an intro for this? Okay. I love the experimentation. What are the chances? <laughs> okay, you want me to start? You, you fire away. Righto, boys. Uh what are the chances? What's okay? Firstly, how much money is Tavita Pangai Jr. reportedly on? Well, six fifty. Six fifty. What are the chances that he is rewarded with a an early mark for his season, but b a bigger contract than what he's currently getting now? I.e., do you think he'll get more than six fifty at new club? No, I don't think he'll get more than six fifty. But I think he will get, or he could, you know, because I think there's going to be a market for him. So your question really is, what are the chances he's going to be better off by being punted by yes, the Broncos? That's my question. I think he's going to be better off because yeah. he's going to get a long-term deal. Yeah. What do you because think? Because is going to have to offer four years, or the Dragons, or the Warriors. So yes, I think the chances that he's going to benefit out of going to a barber shop Righto. is going to uh, <laughs> high. Okay. So part B of this question is, yes. if your CEO at a club is he on your shopping list? No. 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 What, I'm going to pay six fifty for a guy who plays one unbelievable game a month. Yeah, he's been suspended seven weeks in the last, um, no, seven weeks last year and four weeks this year. I think that's right. He's been charged six times yes. on the field in two and a half years. Yes. No. I, I don't know if I don't know if six hundred fifty is completely beyond the realms of of what he's worth. Like we've seen in, in the games where he has decided to turn up and play this year, I don't think it's miles away. Um, uh, from what he from what he's actually worth, but he's got to go to the right club, as he said before. It's got to be uh, uh, someone like Des or someone that can turn him around. If he goes to if he goes to Bulldogs or somewhere, in that, and he might be able to get a, get away with a bit more, then I'm not too sure. But it, I don't. It, it might be a blessing in disguise for, for 
Well, Roosters have already said no. So, uh, Trent Robinson said he's not the type of player I want at my club. So, there, well, you, there go. you go. There and, you go. And, and Bellamy would say the same. But you know what? The Dragons have had a history of signing players who who have had checkered pass. And they cannot sign him, Dan. The Dragons cannot sign him. That's not a player they need to roll the dice on. Mm. I'm trying to think. Canterbury? Because they're going to be an obvious... Because they've got money... Uh, are they go- Warriors is going to be a contender. Well, I, I think Warriors will get him. Yeah. I think Warriors will get him. But um, just trying to think uh, of other potential. A Gold Coast still shot. That Gold Coast got M by. I'm trying to th- what? Gold Coast have signed M by, haven't they? No. Geez, the Tigers. Be- Tigers are doing what the Tigers do best: paying for players to play at other clubs. Uh, are they get this seriously? Get- they don't need him. I don't believe. I. I- I think it's he's probably on about eight hundred thousand in buy. Well, I, well, it's a good buy if you get the Tigers to supplement more than half of that. Michael Chammer, sorry, Sydney Morning Herald. No, he never gets him wrong. West Tigers skipper Mo Zembai could become the first major casualty of the club's stuttering season, with the Gold Coast Titans expressing interest in the Queensland Origin representative for next year. Okay. Yeah. Well, if they get him cheap, okay, I'm going to ask a question. Now you know stadiums in Sydney are my bugbear. You know, in terms of the, the 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 way that story played out, John Barillaro, the New South Wales Deputy Premier, said that they are in simpatico with the NRL with um, the stadium desire to have four or five bank wests built around Sydney. What are the chances that that actually happens? That you know, Cogra becomes a mini bank west. That uh, there's all of a sudden a new stadium in Liverpool becomes a mini bank west. Brookvale becomes a mini bank west. Penrith. Well, that's got to be the first stadium you demolish and make a mini bank west. That that's crying out for. Do we uh, need that many of them? <laughs> I love the idea. I love some of those English grounds. Fifteen thousand. So do I. Like, like they can't be that expensive to build. No, they can't be. We that, don't need bank west. We no. need we need those little fifteen thousand, fourteen thousand, and just sell the things out every week, don't we? That's what we need. Yeah. But the bank west is fine as it is. Um, what are the chances? Yeah, probably right. You know what I'd like to see for grand final, Dan? I've been thinking about this. Every fourth year we go on the road. <laughs> so ANZ Stadium, three years, then we go to Adelaide and there's a bid for it to go to Perth. And there's a bid for it to go to Suncorp Stadium. What do you think about that? Okay, I'll put this to you. The New South Wales government will say, we'll build you your four. Yeah, I know eight, that. But hang on, hang yeah. on. Uh, we'll build you for uh, Mini Bank West, but obviously you don't move the grand final. Yes. You as the NRL saying, we'll take that as opposed to on selling. On selling one every four, one yeah. every two, one every one. That's right. I'd rather the four Mini Bank West, but I'm selfish. No, but why can't... No, we sell State of Origin. Let's leave. Now, the grand final, I think it's horrific if it's at the SCG, and I've said that many times. The SCG should not be hosting Agreement. big-time football. So in that instance, then we should be going to Suncorp. Yes. Absolutely, right? Yep. Take it to the people. But ANZ's going to be available. So while ever ANZ Stadium's available, can we have one tradition in rugby league that the grand final is in Sydney? Mate, you got origin to fill your boots. No, this year, I, I feel like it has to be at ANZ Stadium because if we do get to ratios at that time, you need the bigger stadium to get bigger people there, don't you? In yes, other words, if it's a 30% or a 40% or a 50% uh, feeling well, then that's what we've got to do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and and it's very hard to plan because 
these things could change uh, by, you know, the day. I mean, we're, we're what, still 11 weeks out from the grand final. Who the hell knows where we're going? While we're waiting for Sean to come back, yes. just try and guess this player. Right, here's my old stimroll, sugar-free, chewing gum footy card. Here's the comment on this player. Has adopted brilliantly to rugby league and is now a dual international, along with rugby union. Considered to be the best tactical kicker in the game Michael today. O'Connor. Has two premierships to his name in two seasons. So he moved from rugby. That's a good one. Uh, what era are we looking at here? Okay. Test debut was 1990 on the Kangaroo Tour to England. New South Wales in three State of Origin games. Ricky Stewart. Ricky Stewart. Ricky Stewart. Ricky I always Stewart. forget that he played. He played. Do you know who he played test football against? In 1987. Uh, it says Cameron. there, I think. Argentina, reading. I reckon. South America, does it say? Yeah. Yep, two of South America with the Wallabies. There, there we go. go. There we go. Ricky Stewart. There you go. Mate. There you go. Give me another one. I'll give you another one. Righto. Um, That's the Stimmeroll ad. Has uh, This will be a bit tricky. Has made a Lazarus-like return to first-grade football. Was going nowhere with the Brisbane Broncos. Mm-hmm. Gained a release to return to the Saints and has been playing outstanding football since then. A very compact and mobile second rower. Wally Fulton Mon- Smith. Ooh, close. With much natural ability. Same vintage. You're going to tell me and I'm going to... I'm going to show you the player. See if you know. I'm going to hate myself for not knowing. Billy. Not Noak. Yeah. Billy Noak. Billy Noak. I was going to say Billy Noak and then I thought, no, Wally... Anyway, there we go. So... uh, uh, th- let's make that a regular segment. Yeah, okay. Let's make that. A, let's... I've got a whole, I've got a whole box full. We got previews on the way. Drop everything. Try Sportsbet's NRL same game multi. Combine your favourite markets like South to win, into both Latrell and Tedesco to score, and you'll get bigger odds. NRL same game multi from Sportsbet. All right, let's go. We got some games to get to here. Sean back with us with Joel. Uh, Rooster Storm. This feels like a pre-origin Rooster Storm clash, unfortunately. Uh, but it does make it a fascinating betting prospect. Uh, so both teams heavily affected. This game's at the SCG. No Cam Smith, no Cam Munster. Pappenhausen back. Dalfinukan back from Melbourne. Uh, the Roosters look a little sturdier, but they've got plenty of players missing as well. $1.47 to $2.70. Uh, this is at the SCG. Five and a half is the start. I'm going to let Sean go first here. Yeah, just... You got me, lads? Yeah, mate. Yeah, something just... Like, this line just doesn't look right for, for this sort of um, fixture. I've, I had a quick look through the last... Um, I think it's eight games between these two teams. These are the margins. Two, eight in that prelim that we spoke about before. Two points. One point, and there was anomaly. I think the Roosters won by fifteen. One point, three points, one point. So it's a it's a crazy um, head to head sort of battle between these two teams the last few years. But I, I just can't get over the the outs of of Cam Smith and mm. um, and the other Cam Munster. Um, they've got a few dubious like Eisenhuth playing centres on that edge with 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 Vunavalu. I don't really like, and I think the Roosters will will find that um, all night and. As I said, it looks it looks big, but purely on ratings and who's out for the storm, um, I'm going to side with the Roosters minus five and a half. All right, yeah, Shawnee, I might uh, you might help me with this. Look, my initial ratings are the same as you. I've got the Roosters to cover. Uh, I need to ask you this though. So a Melbourne Storm 
team with the cover of Smith and Munster or the team with Smith and Munster, what, what's Smith and Munster worth to you in ratings collectively? Like I think it's somewhere uh, in the region of a, of a converted try for, for Melbourne, that team playing each other. Yeah. Um, but this this is it's one of the things with – it's very it's highly subjective um, and I'm not sure what, what's, what's your view. Uh, look, I, I've got them for seven. I've just got, you know, that That's team. That's from both of you. It's uh, 10. Is it 10? Smith and Munster. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got Breen and Smith to cover Cameron Smith. So I've got seven. Well, and Riley Jacks to cover Cam Munster. Well, well if, your you're right, if you're right, it only adds to what I'm saying. So okay. I, I'm with Sean and I'm the Roosters. Yeah, me too. Five and a half, too small. I'm, I, 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 would, I like Melbourne even with Munster out as long as Cam Smith's there. As long as Cam, as long as Cam Smith out, as long as Munster's there, without both, how are they going to score points? Storm are my premiers, but I need those two players. How are they going to score points against that Roosters team? I, but the Roosters have shown some defensive frailties of late, but now they're well, at least somewhat starting to look back to normal. At least they got Tupanua playing in the second row. Six and a half would give us something to think about, I reckon. Yeah, but yeah. five and a half mm. makes it easier. Where the Roosters? The Roosters. Six o'clock Friday. Warriors, Panthers, uh, Gosford. No, is this the Tamworth game? Or, no, this is Gosford. They're playing Tamworth in a couple of weeks. Uh, $7 the Warriors. Penrith $1.10. These odds are at um, uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, 17.5 is the start. They did play in round four this year, and it was a thumping win to Penrith, 26 to nil. You, now, you know the Warriors are likely going to give you an honest performance. Can they be honest enough to keep this within three converted tries? Joel? Uh, the line is exactly how I've got it. So I've just got to side the better team. Yeah. Penrith, I, I, I don't like this game. My man Crichton going for nine weeks in a row having scored a try. What's the record? I'm uh, sure we'll hear actually about it. Actually, I might give you the bingo players as I go. So I've yes. got the Fox for the Melbourne Storm. Good. Stephen Crichton for Penrith. Okay, very good. How do you see this, Shono? Yeah, your your sigh in the lead up to this game just says it all. Dan, it's a big sort of stay out for me. The line's just too big um, to really want to get stuck into to Penrith. And like this Warriors team, it's a it's a patchwork sort of makeup of a team, but they're full strength. You know, if you can use that term. Um, and so it all comes down to which which Warriors team is is going to turn up, and they, they seem to have been. Up for a few weeks now, so who knows? But as as Joel alluded to, I think you just have to side with the with the better team, and, and Penrith are absolutely flying at the moment. So I think there's more upside in, in backing them. Well, Canberra lost by 16 to Penrith, and Manly lost by 30 to Penrith. Yeah. So Penrith are even close to their best. Yep. But every time I go against the Warriors, it hurts me. But we're all on Penrith minus 17 and a half. Uh, the late game is Parramatta St George Lawara. $1.22 the Eels. Uh, St. George Laura, $4.25. Parramatta have a wonderful record over the Dragons. Uh, I think it's nine of their last ten that they've won, and most of them are pretty easy victories. Um, they welcome back Ryan Madison. St. George Laura again, just can they have a week where the halves are the same? It's Corey Norman and Adam Clune this week. Ben Hunt back at nine, which we all agree is better for them. Um, the line is 11 and a half. The story, of course, Sean, is Paul McGregor. Is this going to be his farewell game? Does that have a positive or a negative impact on the Dragons? Oh, I, I don't know. And I, I won't spend too much time 
trying to really work that out because it's, it's 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 very guessy. Um, I think Parramatta are full strength either, but they have been down for a, a few weeks, not playing at their best. And you can't read too much into into last week either. Obviously, that mm. game was played in, in a bath, but there might be a few showers around. But I think if 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 it's a dry track, um, this this line looks a little bit skinny to me. Um, the gap between these two teams is is big, um, and with them being full strength, Madison back, Dragons with a few outs, even with that reshuffle, which I do prefer, I still think this is a, a couple of points too skinny. Um, and if it's if it's a, a dry track, I'll be on Parramatta. Yeah, I, I could say exactly what he said as yep. well. Uh, no Vaughan, no Tarek Sims, no Jackson Ford. I do like the reshuffle. I do like Ben Hunt. Just keep him at number nine. Don't move him. Uh, Madison back for the Parramatta Eels. Fergo gets his first try. He's our bingo player in this one. I've got the game marked at 14, so I just think it's way too skinny, like Sean, Sean says. So Parramatta, for me, a big win. I don't get what he's doing with Tristan, or whoever's picking Tristan Saylor. What are you doing with him? Hmm. Uh, are you going to have him on the bench for the first 25 minutes again and then bring him in? But no, not this week because you've got Norman at six. It's not like Ben Hunt's at six and he just drops back to nine when Saylor comes in. What are you doing with this kid? Either give him a go or don't. Yeah. Move him on. If you don't think he's good enough, then and he's shown. Well, you know what I think this is? What we spoke about the other week is if you're trying to get rid of Corey Norman, it's he's hard to sell when you're not using him. You, you need him to come out and play a good game so you can try and offload him. But then if he has a good game... Then you've got to keep putting him in your team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Parramatta minus 11.5 for me. You know something? Sean's right. They're not playing their best, but their defence is pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, I know they conceded three tries in the wet last week, but they have conceded. This is the if the least amount of points they've conceded since 1986. Here's a name for you. You know we had the, um, well, we have the gunslinger. Yes. Can you start calling him off the back fence, Brown? No, I don't like that one. You don't like that? No, like that. Off, <laughs> off the back fence, Brown. No, I don't like that one. <laughs> I'm open. Hey, hey, did I not get... I, I not, bet you you do say off the back fence. No, I, I, that is start off the bank fence, and I'm guilty it's of it. It's actually hard to say off, is, off the back is, fence. Is, is, is starting to go into the eyes up footy range. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. Don't you cringe every... Eyes up footy. Yeah. Shouldn't... Isn't all footy eyes up? Yeah, that, I do hate that saying. <laughs> so I'm happy for a Nathan... I love Nathan Brown. Hmm. And I need a Ray Stone because every time I think of Ray Stone, I think of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, I did a That's the Bottom Line because Ray Stone said so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I almost did a Simpsons reference the other day that was so – it was so an in-joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, Melbourne score 100-metre try off a bad cannery pass. Were you a Simpsons fan, Sean? Yeah. Okay, so it happened again, right? So, so um, uh, right at the end of the game, Vunavalu. Right, picks up a loose ball and runs 100 metres. And I yelled in the commentary, oh, it happened again, but in my mind, don't feel me. No, 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 my brother is sick for Simpsons. I'd love him to hear the story. <laughs> so, Papin, so Vunavalu's going 100 metres, and I, it, I, there's a pause where I thought, do I do it or do I not? Anyway, I just said, it's happened again. Oh, it's happened again. What I wanted to say was, and this is the reference, oh, Mr. Wembley, it happened again. <laughs> now, that is a reference to when Homer broke the uh, fruit and veg protocol. He crossed a state border because he'd smuggled a heap of fruit <laughs> and he just drove. Oh, Mr. Wembley, it happened again. Uh, put but I thought, you. you know what? 
I, I'm only in my first year full time at Fox. I can't be, I can't be pulling that sort of stunt. <laughs> Uh, good on you, dear. Uh, matter for me. But you know what? We're just a game of rugby league. I here. know, I know. We you can't know. take it. And it was the three o'clock game. I was actually thinking, no one can. It's the three o'clock game. This is the one game you can get yeah. away with that stuff. And Vossi does all his humour stuff. So I should have. But anyway. Um, Cronulla Gold Coast. Cronulla Gold Coast. Uh, Cronulla again. Six times in the last two years, they've scored more tries and lost. What yeah. A t- what a talent to do that um, this is a fascinating game this is Saturday through I'm doing this one uh, and as uh, you've you just the Gold Coast don't write them off they're building something $1.28 the Sharks the Coast 375 it's at Cogra now better check this because when I last checked the start was minus 10 even you know that's going to go one way or the other they did meet in round 8 this year Sean Cronulla smashed them in the second half 40 to 10 I get a sense this is a different Gold Coast scene what do you think yeah, I definitely get that sense as well. They've got what a what a bonus it is getting um, AJ Brimson back in that team. And I think you're starting to see that um, what uh, Justin Holbrook can do as a as a coach. Um, I, I really like the Titans in this game. they so Sharks. They're basically full strength. I think Fafita's still probably the only one um, out, but he's he's not the player that he that he once was. So. I don't think it's huge, um, and it's all set up. This being the the three pm game on a Saturday, I think it really suits um, the Titans. They can they can score a lot of points, and I think yeah they're traveling way better, like like worlds apart from where they were say a month ago. Um, and I've I've only got this one marked around the sort of six and a half range, so I'll I'll definitely be on the Gold Coast here in what looks to be a pretty high scoring game. I think mm. they can win this. Yeah, I think they can win it too, Sean. I've got a marked at eight, not as uh, bullish as you, but I can absolutely see him winning it. Game 250 for Proctor. Mm. He's got him humming. Uh, boys, question. If you can sign a three-year contract for Ryan Pappenhausen or AJ Brimson, who would you take? Ryan Pappenhausen. I know AJ is a still a talent, but the Pap. Pap. What, are you, what are you doing, Sean? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Pap. I think Brimson's probably a little bit more versatile, but if you're trying to fill that fullback role, then I'll, I'm, I'm team Pap. Team Pap, uh, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I'm Titans for this one too. Uh, the Don, he's the bingo player. Oh, good, because uh, even when they get flogged, as I pointed last week, he always seems to score. Um, you got some good. Uh, you're going to need a blowout here. So yeah, we've started pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to have to we're going to have to fly off the blocks yep. here. Uh, I'm Gold Coast as well for all the reasons uh, you two pointed out. Um, North Queensland South is our. 5.30 game. This is uh, in Townsville. The gunslinger is at fullback. Ben Hampton and Michael Morgan again, the 6 and 7, the Cowboys. Now, I didn't see much of this game in Middle so it's hard to judge, but if you're getting thumped by the Gold Coast, as good as the Gold Coast have been, signs are things aren't going well um, even with the, the new coach, the caretaker coach. John Asiata is back as well. South, they've won their last four against the Cowboys. Um... They've won their last couple in Townsville. Admittedly, this is a new venue. Seven and a half is the start they're giving. For me, not enough. I can see South winning this 30 to 16, that sort of score. Uh, boys, I'm right on the line here, so I'm happy to be sold uh, by the pair. Are you with South also, Dan? Uh, Sean? 
No, I'm I'm leaning the way of the Cowboys purely because it's it's up there in, in Townsville. Like mm. they were they were deplorable last week. It it can't be sort of underestimated how bad they were. Um, I don't think they can really put that sort of performance in. Um, twice, two weeks in a row, particularly back at home. They, they're a different team when they when they are at home. Almost beat Canberra a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I'm still not fully convinced on on South. They, I think. They've got a few weaknesses in that in that team, particularly in the in the forward pack, um, and with that being the case, you don't really want to come up against a team that's got Tam Lolo in. If he gets in a bit of a mood, he can he can decide this game um, by himself. So purely because it's at at home, I'm going to take the the, the start on offer. All right, yeah, let me present. Let me present. No, hang on. Before, okay. Let me present the, the opposing case. case. Okay. Souths and Cronulla are the empty calorie. Uh, eaters of the NRL, they just devour bad teams, and mm. they don't they don't compete against good teams. South against top eight teams this year, one and five, against bottom eight teams, six and one. Cronulla, Cronulla's only played I think four teams currently in the eight. They've had a very soft draw. Um, zero and four, Cronulla against top eight, seven and two against bottom eight. So the the lesson here, this is South against bad teams. Brisbane twenty eight ten win. Dragons win 32-24. Losses against Canberra and Newcastle. They play bottom eight teams. Canterbury, 26-10. Tigers, 18-10. Warriors, 40-12. Gold Coast, 32. I could keep going. Mm. So that's I present that case to you. And I'm going to give you a Cronulla stat um, in a moment. Okay, oh, you, no, you, Dan, you've sold me. Thank you. I knew I, knew I had him, Sean. I knew J- I had J- him. Jaden Sewell back as well. I, I, hate, I hate the game. It's one of those games, no matter which way I side it, I'm going to get wrong. I'll go the bunnies. Now, you're not going to believe this stat, which I'm going to use on Saturday. If Cronulla scored 22 against Gold Coast, it would be the most points they've ever scored after 14 rounds, the Sharks. Can you believe that? That this this team, yeah. this team, not a, of all the great Sharks teams, this would be the greatest attacking yeah. unit ever? Ever. After 14 games? Wow. Um, and or it's the second, they're averaging 25 and a half a game. Only one Sharks team is better. The 2002 Sharks were about 27 a game by the end of the season. But you know what? Um, a few years ago, John Morris had the 20s, and they scored a gazillion points too. I think Kyle Flanagan yeah. himself scored 300. So it's got you've got to credit the coach in some ways, there don't you? There you go. There you go. Let's go to the Saturday night game. Now, the Saturday night game has often been the match of the round. Not this time. Canberra versus Brisbane. Oh, boy, Brisbane. You imagine that. Can you imagine that, Joel? Well, you can imagine that. You're in the wars. You're not going well as a football team, and you have to go to Canberra <laughs> in August. Yuck. Would August be the coldest month? It'd be that in July. Mm. I would think August would be top seed mm. for coldest month. And it's a Saturday night game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they should do if they're really nasty, Canberra? Water the pitch. Oh, yeah. Like three hours before the game, so it just hardens up. And, and run out in the warm-up with singlets on, just so you know you're ready to play. Oh, dear. $1.12, $6.50. Last time I looked in the start was minus 17 and a half. No Tavita Pangai. Canberra, uh, who struggle against Brisbane. Um, they haven't played this year, but uh, Brisbane have won six of their last seven, but... This is a vastly different Brisbane team. You go first, Joel. I'm equal leader in my tipping comp at the line. Yes. And I'd be winning by the length of the straight if I did, did not touch did, the Broncos. Yep. And I just keep getting suckered in. All right, 16 and a half it's moved into. I've only got 14 and a half that they need. Um, I just think with, 
you know, Seabold gets the week off and that might be a fresh voice. You know, Tavita Pengai Jr., he's copped it. So the, it, it's all on the players this week. Just got a feeling. I, I hate that I'm doing it again, but I'm I'm falling <laughs> for the Broncos again. I am what? completely, completely Harvey Norman this game for me. I've no interest at all <laughs> in spending any time trying to work it out. Like how do you how do you try and surmise where the where the Broncos are at in terms of, of a rating? I, I I'm not going to waste any time on it. Um, so similar to which game is it deciding with the better team that they had Penrith against the Warriors? I, I'm just going to take the the home side here. It, I mean, it could if it starts to get ugly for Brisbane, then it's really going to get ugly. Do you know what? That's the way I'm I'm oh. leaning. When you're a team and player who's struggling, to come up against a team you've had great success with that does do things for the mind, I can actually see them winning the game. You know you know something? It wouldn't shock me either. Yeah. But yet, I could see Canberra winning by 50 in a strange yeah. way. But because Brisbane compete, but as soon as it gets away from them, it really gets away from them. Have you noticed that? Even against Melbourne, like they, they stuck with them for a half. As soon as it got away from them, they were toast. South, as soon as it gets to, as soon as the the young kids, they drop their heads and it's all over. Steve Price, my mate, when he got the bullet from the Dragons, his biggest regret, Dan and mm-hmm. Sean, he was loyal to non-performers. He and, and he's a very, very loyal human. But honestly, Broncos, pay attention to what the Sharks are doing with Johnson being the quarterback. Penrith with Cleary, the quarterback. Just give Dearden the reins. Just say, Dearden, you're our quarterback. Katoni Staggs, you can throw the six on if you like and be a running Luai or a running Matt Moylan, whatever you want to be. But Dearden, you're our man. We don't need to have two little halfbacks running around each side. Just give the reins to Dearden, Dan. Yeah, it doesn't work. Crofton didn't. It can't work. It can't work. You've got to go Dearden. I'd almost rather Boyd at number six. Running, absolutely. Just give the reins. Say to Dearden, mate, you need to get 70 touches in this game. Yeah. If you get 70 touches in this game, we win. So look at this same game multi I just popped into my app. Because it, it's it's the type of game that could be 40, right? Yes. So you want to be on the anytime try scorers. Kotrick, Rapiner, Croker, Nicole Klockstad. That's not out of the realms, is it? All no. four cross. $16.75. Okay. I reckon that's magic. That is magic. So I'll be having a little taste of that. Jack Whiten is the bingo player in this match. Good. And well, the hammer geez. in the Cowboys game. Hamiso. Yeah, I don't know about Hamiso. On the wing. On the wing, yeah, I like that. No, no, I don't. Oh, I'm just, I, I, he's, he hasn't, it hasn't happened for him yet. He's the kid's he looks 18. A, he looks a superstar. He does look yeah. a superstar, but it's just, we might have to give him a little bit of time. Newcastle Manly is our 2 p.m. game. Uh, Newcastle beat Manly at Brookie a few weeks ago. Now, that was when Manly were really busted, and it was 14-12 uh, to the Knights. Knights, are you convinced the Pierce-Green combination is, the, is they've turned some sort of corner? Odds 139, $3.75 is the line. This is at Hunter Stadium. This is a statement game. I, I still believe they're in the calculations, the Knights. And, and you know why? Daniel Safidi back is yeah, massive. It is. I'm going to take uh, the Knights not just to win. I think pick your own line minus 19 and a half oh, with a Ponga wow. try. A little same game multi. That's that's a good play. Wow. They're going to go berserk here. No Fanua Blake. Wow. No Turbo. No Walker still. I think they're cooked manly. I really do. And this is a big, big win coming up for the Knights. Yeah. You said how big of it in Daniel Safidi is. He's huge. But I think it's, it's even compounded now that um, Fanua Blake's out for... 
uh, that Manly side. And, and Tapao copped a, a decent old whack last week, so he might have to jump through some some protocols to yep. to get a game there as well. I think, yeah, this this Knights team just looks to have far too many points in them um, against a turboless uh, Manly um, team. Feels like a little bit of a trap, the minus seven and a half, but I did make it a couple of points bigger purely because of the, the sort of daytime game. I think they're going to have a few a few too many points in them oh, wow. this one. So I'm, I'm, I'm nice as well. She's very aligned, Sean, this week, aren't we? In DCE, I what trust. Does that mean? I think you can keep, I can keep them. In, I think DC can keep them within touch. Thompson and Siren in the back. I don't disagree that Manly has probably cooked as a premiership. They, they seem like they're just they're running out of steam. I still don't trust Newcastle. Mm. I still don't trust them. I think they'll win, but I think Manly can keep this close. Um, but yes, Daniel Saifidi back. He was outshining David Clemmer, which is saying something. Mm. Our final game of the week. West Tigers, Bulldogs. Bank West. Jeez, it feels like forever since we've had Bank West football. We've got a couple of games. This, I think this is a Bank West, isn't it? Uh, five and a half. Uh, what have we got here? $1.45, dollars 7 and a half is the line that I've got here. Dogs, Cogger is the seven with Lachlan Lewis out. Jeez, I'll tell you what. Brandon Waker mustn't have ever bought Steve Georgialis a coffee. Because ever since Georgialis has taken over as coach, Wakeham can't get a look in. Um, Kerrod Holland, oh, Sean's favourite player. Kerrod Holland, number four, is back. Jacob Little, the number nine for the Tigers. Uh, Brooks and Marshall, six and seven. Tigers smash Canterbury, same venue, round seven. A Sunday night game, 34 to six. Tigers. No further questions, just the Tigers. I love the fact they took the, the, the pressure off this week. Um Cogger at halfback, not for me. I don't even yeah, have to this, ask Sean uh, because I know which way he's no. going. But if he make your case, you'll be you'll be hard pressed to find a, a worse. Um, I'll start with one to seven than this Bulldogs team in the last 10, 15, 20 years, maybe, and then one to thirteen. Wow. It doesn't get much better. Josh Jackson, he's just completely gone um, <laughs> to wow. the game. And I think you can't say that. If they are to, if they are to, no, that's, there's a little Bambi there as well because he's been a great player, great servant. He's had a great career, but wow, he's, he was he was awful last week. Um, and Luke Thompson as well. He's, he's supposed to be the big sort of shiny new, new signing from the UK. Did did nothing. Um, and then my boy Kerrit Holland. Somehow gets another game. I said a few weeks ago that him and Montoya were the, foot, the worst starting combo in history. Well, I think this, this might be even worse with, with Lafayette. And then you've got Montoya, Montoya on the outside of them. So it, it's just it's awful. Um, I don't I don't really like West at all after their last fortnight. But that's just a terrible, terrible looking team. So I'm just going to I'm just going to throw the dice at. Uh, roll the dice at West. If you said to Canterbury, Joel, you get to pick what's uh, right. You got. We're giving you a million dollars to spend. Not. I'm not. Don't name the player, but on a position. What's the first position you are sorting out here for the Canterbury side? Oh, halfback. See, I think number nine is where they really oh, possibly. Poor. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Poor. You could get away with Kieran Four and one other. That's and, yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I think that's you're what right. I mean. All right, let's make some more money. Gonna soft, uh, I'm going to be soft here, gents. I'm sorry to do this. I, now, my, my best bet policy is always it's got to be $2 or better, but I'm going to break that policy. I think you add this in all your multis this week. 
Parramatta are the second are the best second half team in the comp. So if they lead at halftime, they're going to win against yep. the Dragons. So what I'm saying, instead of taking the dollar twenty-two to win or dollar twenty-four to win outright against the Dragons, take a halftime full-time double. Look at that value. Dollar fifty-three. Well, it was dollar fifty-seven when I looked, but dollar fifty-three now. All, all you're, 53, Dan. All you're really betting on, Sean, <laughs> is Parramatta to be in front at half time. Now, I'm saying include that in all your multis. That's what I'm saying. What, what do you people call okay. it? A fill-up. Make that one of your fill-up bets. That, uh, uh, you know, anchor, it, anchor it in all your multis. That's okay, you that's do. right. Yeah. So all, all you're betting it's, on... You've, you've, you've changed. The dollar fifty three is your best bet. You've really changed. Mate, I, I'm sorry. I tip people into Webb Simpson. I don't think we saw a single shot of Webb Simpson last week on the coverage because he wasn't anywhere near the top <laughs> ten. So my apologies, everyone. Um, I'll make up for your... Uh, soft cockery? Cowardness, yeah. Soft cockery. Right. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to go a little two-legged multi. Yes. Eels minus 19 and a half. Look, I've actually, I'm, I'm going to grow on this actually. I've got the Knights minus 19 and a half, pick your own line 405. Yes. I'm actually going to go a bit further here. Multi it with the Eels minus 19 and a half as well. Yes. And you're going to get about 12 bucks thanks to Sportsbet. Wow. Okay. Both, so essentially both to win by 20 or more. The Jeez, Knights and the Eels. That's a, okay. All right. That's good value. That's very good value. Um, well, there you go. I'll go my best bet. Those four Canberra try scorers at 16. You, you, there you go. That was, what was it? Kotrick, Nicole yeah, Cox, Dad, Croker, and um, the other one that's not uh, Kurt Scott. All the back five except Curtis Scott uh, <laughs> at six. But you power up to $19. Yeah. Sean. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. I think the, the Titans, for me, um, particularly the head-to-head, I'm not as hot on them at the, at the line. I'd, I'd prefer to back them head-to-head against the Sharkies. Day game, plenty of points in them. I think there's plenty of value in that 375, what they are now. And and probably second to that, I think um, the Cowboys, same sort of scenario, head-to-head a much better bet than the line. The game could very much get away from them, but I think at home, the, the head-to-head is the way to go in that one. So Cowboys probably a second-best bet as well. All right, beautiful. That's it. We're done. That's it, folks. These uh, pods seem to get longer and longer. They are, yeah. Anyway, right there. Enjoy the week and most importantly, gamble responsibly. <laughs>